ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما ثم اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد يا عباد الله قر الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم افلا يتدبرون القران الله سبحانه وتعالى he says in his noble book and do they not reflect over the quran do they not reflect over the quran this is a question that is tremendous and is powerful this is a question that within by itself it is tremendously powerful do we reflect over the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he goes on to say in this ayah that can be found in surah muhammad allah ta'ala he says am ala qulubin aqfaluha or do the hearts have over them their seal do they not reflect over the quran or are their hearts sealed up this is tremendous the magnitude of this is tremendous because within this there is an indication that not reflecting over the quran is a sign that your heart is sealed that your heart is locked up that your heart it is closed it is closed so thus benefit will not enter into it wa'iyadu billah so let us reflect over allah ta'ala's book let us reflect over the ayat let us ponder and contemplate their meaning let us reflect over the reality of what allah ta'ala he mentions inside of his book qala allah jalla wa'ala fi kitabihi al-kareem allah ta'ala he says in his noble book after bismillahir rahmanir rahim hal ataka hadithul ghashiyah allah azza wa jal he says after the basmala has there come unto you the narration of the overwhelming event has there come to you the narration of the overwhelming event ya ibadullah 
we have to contemplate and reflect over this reality because without doubt undoubtedly this is an event that will overwhelm all of us this is an event that we will all be present for this is an event that will have a tremendous impact upon us has there come to us the narration of the overwhelming event because if there has if we know about it then this should be seen inside of our actions if we know about it then we should be altered if we know about it then we should be preparing for it Allah Azza wa Jal he asks this tremendous question has there come to you the narration of the overwhelming event Al-Ghashiyah Al-Ghashiyah min asma'i yawm al-qiyamah it is from the names of the day of judgment Al-Ghashiyah it is from the names of the day of judgment كما قال ابن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما now the day of judgment it has many names each name gives to you a description of what is going to take place therein each name gives you a description an indication of what is going to take place therein this is a day that will be overwhelming we will be overwhelmed why because this is a day that the human beings as a whole this is a day that the human beings as a whole will be overwhelmed knowing such a reality it behooves us that we prepare for it and we take it seriously knowing such a reality knowing that the time in which we have been allotted to prepare for the day of judgment that it is now here in this dunya so this should be a motivation for us to prepare for it Allah Azza wa Jal goes on to tell us that there will be some faces on that day that will be Imam Ibn Kathir he mentions inside of his tafsir there will be faces on that day that will be humiliated there will be faces on the overwhelming day that will be humiliated they will be humiliated كما قاله قتادة وغيره وقال ابن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما تخشع that they will be scared their faces will be humiliated yes they will be scared they will be fearful they will be scared to death ولا ينفعها عملها they will be scared that the actions in which they have put forward how they spent their time in this world it will have no effect it will have no bearing on their situation it will not benefit them in the, in, in the least Allah Azza wa Jal in case we haven't gotten it yet Allah Azza wa Jal he says Aamilatun now sliba that they will be those who have toiled they worked much they did a lot here in this world they did a lot here in this world but from things that will not benefit them they worked hard in this world for things that will not benefit them so therefore they will so therefore therefore they will come forth on the day of judgment now sleep they will be tired they'll be worn out 
but of things that will ultimately have led to their destruction. The ulama they mention that what is meant and what is intended by amilatun now siba but amilat amalan kathira they have done a lot of action wa nasabat fiha and they become weary and worn out wa wasilat yawmal qiyam naran hamiya but on the day of judgment, they will be entered into the blazing fire. They work hard in this world. They exceeded in this world in what? In kufr. As Ibn Abbas, he said that what is intended here is an nasara the Christians. Those who work hard, those who toil, the monks, they devote themselves, their lives, so on and so forth, to what? To disbelief, to kufr, to shirk, to polytheism. So all of the toil, all of the hours they spent praying to a false deity, all of the hours they spent praying to the saints and these false deities and so on and so forth, tiring themselves out to come on the day of judgment just to go to hell. But it's not just them. It's not just those who are the Christians. But then you have others from the ulama like Al-Iqrimah wa And they mention, Aminatan fid dunya bil ma'asi that they worked hard in this world in sin and transgression. They left no rock of sin unturned, but they indulged in it. There wasn't a single vice except they indulged in it. They worked hard and they worked hard and they worked hard in their sin and transgression. So therefore now they come on the day of judgment and they are weary. They have nothing awaiting them except for the fire. They have nothing awaiting them except for the chains inside of the hell fire. They have nothing awaiting them except for the punishment. So Allah Ta'ala, He says, in case we didn't get it yet, Allah Ta'ala, He says, Tasla naran hamiyah, and thus they will enter into the blazing fire. We ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala to make us of those who benefit, to make us of those who they are escaped from the fire, they escape from the fire on this overwhelming day. Those who meet Allah on this overwhelming day, and Allah is pleased with them, and Allah enters them into His Jannah. That Allah Ta'ala forgives them when they meet Him. We ask Allah Ta'ala to save us from those who will come on that day worn out and tired just to enter into the fire. Hada, aqulu qawli hada, wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum, wa li jami'il muslimin, fa astaghfiru, fa innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam, ala rasulillah, wa ba'd, ya ibadullah. Has there come to us the narration of the overwhelming event, the day of judgment? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's telling us about those who will fail, those who will come on that day and they will be sad, those who misappropriated their life. Those who they didn't spend their life believing correctly in Allah. They didn't spend their life working righteous good deeds, preparing to meet Allah. Those who spent their life in disbelief. Those who spent their life in sin and transgression. Those who spent their life in play and amusement. They will come on the day of judgment and their faces will be humiliated. They will be, they would have worked a lot in this dunya but tired, worn out, no benefits. It will not avail them. And thus they will enter into the blazing fire. Allah Ta'ala, He says, Tasla naran hamiyah. They will enter into the blazing fire. Haratun shadida. Shadida tul harb. 
they will enter into that which is extremely hot. Its heat is beyond our comprehension. And in case we don't get it, we don't understand what are the stakes. We don't understand how it is important that we are firm upon the correct belief. We are firm upon being obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How we have to take these things serious. And we should never let the dunya come between us and between obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should never let the dunya be the distraction, be the hindrance between us and our devotion to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just in case, because we all have our excuses, we all have our shortcomings, but just food for thought, just food for thought. How come Fajr does not look like Jumu'ah? Allah Ta'ala, He says that they will enter into the blazing fire. Just in case we didn't get it, we didn't understand the stakes. Those who will come and their faces will be humiliated. Those who would have worked a lot, toiled, but yet they will come worn out, weary, just to enter into the fire. Allah Ta'ala, He tells us, And they will be given to drink from a spring that is boiling, from a boiling spring. This is what they will have to drink. Imam Ibn Kathir, he mentions, he says, قَدْ انْتَهَا حَرَّهَا وَغَلَيَانُهَا He says that it would have reached its epitome. حَرُّهَا It's heat. The heat of this water, the heat of this boiling spring, it would have reached the epitome of what is hot. Hot beyond your imagination. It would have reached the epitome and boiled to the full extent that anything could boil. That's what they'll have to drink. That's what they'll have to drink. The ulama, they mention a drink that with them within itself, it will completely obliterate, it will destroy, it will melt, it will disintegrate their insides. Just for it to, to be put back together. Grown back so that the process can be repeated. It will destroy their insides. And then it will be regrown, put back together. This is what they will be given. Just in case we don't understand the magnitude and the gravity of this day, Allah Ta'ala, He says, لَيْسَ لَهُمْ طَعَامٌ إِلَّا مِنْ They will not have any food to, to eat except from ضَرِيعٍ The ulama, they explain that it is an extremely poisonous, thorn, thorny vegetation. That's what they have to eat. That of which its sprout looks like the heads of shayateen, the heads of devils. This is what they will have to dine upon. Those who decided they wanted to live their life in disbelief, to live their life in sin and transgression, to live their life not believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to live their life upon polytheism. This will be what they will have to eat in the hellfire. Just in case we don't really understand to the extent an individual is thirsty, a thirst of which we can't imagine and we never want to know. And they'll be given to drink that which will de completely destroy and melt their insides. But they're still thirsty. Thirst is never quenched. 
They're hungry. But they will be given to eat from this thorny, poisonous plant. That again, will wreak havoc upon their insides. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, La yusminu wa la yughni min But it will not avail them. It will not bring to them nourishment, nor will it satisfy their hunger. So even with that, they're still hungry. Do you understand that those who enter into the fire, they are punished from every way that you can possibly comprehend and from ways in which you can never imagine. They're perpetually thirsty, perpetually hungry. In addition to being punished in the blazing fire from ways in which you cannot even comprehend. This is, these are the stakes. These are the stakes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He goes on after telling us about these ones, these losers. Allah ta'ala goes on to tell us about the winners. Allah ta'ala, He says, and then there will be other faces on that day that will be extremely happy. There will be other faces on that day that will be happy. Their situation won't be that situation. Their situation won't be this situation. Their reality will be different. Why? Because when they were in the world, their condition was different. When they were in the world, their condition was not one of transgression, but it was one of obedience. It was not one of disobedience, but it was one of obedience. It was not one of disbelief, but it was one of belief. It was not one of polytheism, but it was one of monotheism. They were those who believed, those who were upon the way of the prophets and the messengers, those who did right. For them on that day, their faces, it will be bright. For them on that day, then they will be happy. But inshallah ta'ala, we'll come to reflect upon that in the next khutbah bi'ithnillahi ta'ala. Fanasallah ta'ala an yuwafiqni wa iyaakum lima yuhibbuhu wa yardah. Wa an yaj'alana minman idha utiya shakar wa dhubutuliya sabar wa idha adhaba staghfar fa inna haa ulai thalath anwanu sa'adah. هذا فاقم الصلاه